Welcome to another episode of the Breathe In Podcast, a daily devotional through the Bible to help you read and love God's Word. I'm Neil, here with... Stephen. And today we find ourselves in the book of Hebrews, chapter 10. And uh, man, the end of Hebrews is when it starts getting exciting for me. Yeah. Like, everything else is great, obviously, inspired Word of God, <laughs> right? But for me, like a 10 through 13, just... It's, it's like... Uh, uh, a super soaker of application. Yeah, well, and, and, I, and I love application. Yeah, uh, but application always follows like truth and promises. Right. And so the truth and promise that we have in chapter ten is found in verse ten. Yeah. All right. So it says, "By this will we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all." Hmm. So what he is saying is uh, th- this is once again kind of the culmination of something he's been talking about, yeah. sacrifices. For several chapters. Yeah, so chapter 9, without the forgiveness of, uh, there, there can be no forgiveness of sins without the shedding of blood. Yeah. Uh, then earlier in chapter 10, in verse 3, he kind of talks about the animal sacrifices, right? Yeah. But in the sacrifices, there is a reminder of sin year after year. Yeah. So the reason ancient Israel did sacrifices was not like... It was actually going to cover their sins. It was a reminder that that blood was needed. Yeah. It was a reminder of them to look to God. Well, and that's why he says the law, the law concerning those things was a shadow of the good things to come. Right. Right. So it's it's pointing to something greater. So Jesus is the fulfillment of that shadow. Absolutely. So you say why why is it that we're not sacrificing a goat on Sunday mornings? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to see you bring it up, you yeah. do your little slide with the fifth Sunday slide That's with right. the goat. Kids in church on <laughs> Sunday. In church. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nope, nope. Murder. This is a goat. very Christ community church centric <laughs> podcast because only they will understand the uh, the, the kids in church um, <laughs> slide. But yeah, so so those. That's not needed anymore no. because the true sacrifice has come, the sacrifice of Christ. And I love what he says in verse 12. But this man, after offering one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down at the right hand of God. Mm. Like no other sacrifice is ever needed. Yeah. And I think lots of times we try to offer our own sacrifice for our sins. Sure. And I think that's one of the applications here of like, listen, you you can't do Repentance, yeah, to receive the forgiveness of sins. You mm-hmm. can't, you can't say, "Well, I messed up, so I'm going to pay for this sin by being harsh on myself," right. or saying twelve Hail Marys, or you know, like all these other systems. Mm-hmm. We don't pay for the forgiveness of sins that comes freely as grace from Christ, and then because of His work, He is also perfecting us, and and we get to engage in that. Uh, that that sanctifying work, and that's kind of the back end of chapter ten, right? He, if this is the foundation, maybe the big application is okay. How do we engage in this perfecting work as a believer? And I think we see that verses nineteen through twenty-five. Let me read that. It says, therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have boldness to enter the sanctuary through the blood of Jesus, He has inaugurated for us a new and living way through the curtain, that is, through His flesh. And since we have a great high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of the faith, with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed in pure water. Let us 
hold on to the confession of our hope without wavering, since he who is promised is faithful. And let us watch out for one another to provoke love and good works, not neglecting to gather together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging each other and all the more as you see the day approaching. Yeah, so when you read that, one of the things that you were emphasizing was that phrase, uh, let us. Yes. So right now I'm just kind of squaring those in my Bible because I, I like to mark, mark, mark my books and my Bible up. I circled those when yeah. I do. Yeah, I sometimes do that, but I already have some circles in there. Yeah. So I had to differentiate it. <laughs> That's right. But it's okay. So since Christ has sacrificed himself for our sins once and for all, forever. Yeah. He has saved a people. Yeah. What What should we do? Yeah. And so one, we draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith. So we, we are trusting God. So trust mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. Hold fast to the confession of our hope. So hold on to truth. Hold on to the gospel. That's right. And, and and I would add, too, because when we don't do that collectively, we waver. And so that's the third one. Right. Let us gather together. That's right. And, and it's one of those things where, man, culture has, has shaped the way we see gatherings pretty, pretty heavily, right? Oh, yeah. So I think one of the things I hear a lot these days as well and I even fall, find myself falling into it. Like, well, how much can we actually devote to gathering? How much yeah. can we actually get together? Is once a week enough? Is that too much? Is is you know that and community group too much? Like early church and Acts, they met daily. Yeah, they did their everything. And then together. you know the next level up, you say, well, that was the early church and Acts. The spirit was active and alive in a different way. We can we can debate some of that, right? But then you have, you know, a century later with plenty of the younger, he is trying to investigate Christians because they were illegal. Yeah. And it said that they met together daily, mm. singing praises to Jesus that they worship as God. So there is still like this daily gathering. Yeah. Uh, so to some extent, like, there, I think there's a call of like, we need to lean into gathering more. Yeah. And I'm not saying we need to have a church service every you know, day, seven days a week. But there still needs to be a, a gathering of the saints in yeah. some way. Like yeah. who, who are you connecting with? Uh, who are you praying with? Who are you talking about scripture with? Yeah, and, and this is, again, we have to remember, this is geared towards local assemblies. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, I think one of the things that I, I hear often uh, in general is like, well, I have this friend who lives on the other side of the country that I talk to on the phone. Yeah. It's like the proximity factor Oh, helps yeah. you to not waver yeah more than a distance you yeah. know friend you know we, we just had a we had a had a couple visiting our church uh pretty faithfully for about a month or so uh they ended up not choosing our church mm-hmm. ended up choosing a church in temple uh and i wasn't hurt or bothered by that because they live in temple. they live in temple yeah yeah so it's like well they wanted to worship in a place of close proximity to where they are. And that's great. And that's a great thing because they're going to see those people more over, more often. Yeah. Uh, So it's good to worship with people that you're going to see. Regularly. Regularly, yeah. Yeah. And that's the idea of like, you know, being in a community (coughs) where hopefully we can see people more than just on Sunday. Yeah. This is what we mean when we talk about in in our next step luncheon about strong ties. Yeah. We want to see people uh, in the grocery store or at the park or at, um, you know, 
wherever at yeah. a school at like, work at work we we want to see an overlap uh, at community group at discipleship group we want to see an overlap of of relationship yeah because why that helps us to hold fast and hold on to our confession that helps us to trust it helps us to do good things to yeah. love one another to spur one another on yeah, that's right yeah and 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 all of this like the I think of it like read read it in the uh, in the negative sense, right? If we don't hold fast, or if we isolate, if it's not a collective work, what's the potential wavering on the gospel? Hmm. That's a potential wavering on our trust in God, right? Wavering on our trust in God, not doing love or good works, but doing evil and self um, works for the self, right? Like that would be the opposite. Hmm. Uh, we wouldn't find encouragement. We would be discouraged, right, at the end there in 25. So, you know, why do we do this collectively? Well, number one, we have to understand that Jesus has saved us into a community, not into isolation. Mm-hmm. He's brought us in close, established a new family in the church, and that we get to do particular things together that helps uphold our faith. Mm-hmm. And it helps us to become more like Christ, or like Colossians says, mature in Christ, right? So, you know, these are these are some some great application points. You know, how do you see the church? Do you see how do you see your membership in the church? Is it something that's meaningful to you? Yeah. Um well and and is it an individual right uh, perspective or is it a collective perspective? Yeah. We're we're called to have a collective perspective. Yeah, that's right. All right, well, that's that's the breathe in. We need to wrap this one up and breathe out because this is something we could talk all day on. Oh, yeah. All right, so why, why don't you breathe out? Yeah, let's do it. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you um, that what we stand on is the forgiveness of sins uh, bought with a price by the blood of Jesus. Lord, that is the foundation for everything. We can, with full assurance of our faith, walk into the throne room of grace. <laughs> Lord, we, we don't have to hold back. Uh, we get to um, do life with other believers who have who are built on the same foundation that we are. So God, I just pray that we would cling to one another, that we would stir one another on, Lord, that, that we would not neglect assembling together, Lord, that we would hold fast to our confession, that we would do that together because we know it brings you glory and it's for our good. Lord, we love you. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Well, guys, we hope you were edified and encouraged today. Uh, We'll catch you next time with Hebrews chapter 11.